Today is the last Sunday before Christmas Day as we see all the beautiful decorations and hear the Christmas tunes being played on the radio and we see all the shopping being done online in the stores and everybody's um, has their Christmas planned out, whether big or little. Um, it's all a little bit different this year. And it still causes us every year, it calls us to ask the question, what is the true meaning of all of this? I had someone ask me just the other day, should Christians celebrate Christmas? And their point was because it has become so paganistic. My answer to them was absolutely yes. Christians should celebrate Christmas. Then I made the point of informing this person that it's because Christians have conformed to the ways of the world instead of prompting the world to conform to the doctrine of Christianity, why the paganistic mindset is running rapidly during what is proclaimed as a season of holiness. Just imagine for a moment if everyone who professed to be a Christian exalted this holiday in a manner that truly honors God and God alone. Bottom line is we were meant or we were not meant to do anything like the world and opting not to celebrate Christmas because of the paganistic ways that are being exalted is like choosing not to attend church because sinners might show up. Just like we bec- we welcome sinners into the church so that they can hear the word of God, we more than anyone should celebrate Christmas, which is supposedly about Christ. However, our mission should be to make sure that we keep Christ as the center of Christmas as the ultimate example of worship and as a consistent reminder of the reason for this season. See, the only one that actually rejoices over Christians not celebrating Christmas in the manner of holiness is Satan. See, if he can convince Christians to stop celebrating the birth of Christ, then he gets to mock Christ as the mindsets of pagans exalt his agenda, which is greed and vanity, selfishness and materialism. Now, I do think that anyone choosing to celebrate Christmas, that they should really know who Jesus Christ was and is. Otherwise, it's like you being an uninvited guest at a birthday celebration. We hear Christmas consistently referred to as a season of love and giving and compassion. But if you ask most why, they go into because everyone is in a mood of giving and families are united and peace just fills the atmosphere. And as marvelous and heartfelt as all of that sounds, I hate to be a killjoy, but that is not the reason for the season. All of those things should be the effect generated from the season, but it's certainly not the reason for the season. Plain and simple, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Number one, for without Christ, Christianity would be non-existent. It's the only religion that if you remove the founder, there is 
no religion. The second reason why we celebrate the birth of Christ is because it marks the day that God came from heaven to earth, manifesting himself in flesh to extend us the possibility of being reconciled with him and living out eternity in his kingdom. The world has strategically adopted Christmas as a pawn in its greatest marketing scheme year after year after year. And as believers, we have sat by and some have even joined in allowing Christmas to transition into Xmas and to it now not to be even politically correct in some circus, some circles to even say Merry Christmas. Is preferred happy holidays. We have allowed the world to remove Christ from Christmas, and some of us have fallen prey to this revolution as well. I remember a few years ago, Christmas Day fell on a Sunday, and Christians, I'm talking about church folks, you know, the Bible-toting folks, were opposed to having service on that day because they felt like it interrupted their family time in their personal celebration. Year after year, we throw the biggest birthday celebration known to mankind, but never invite the supposed guest of honor, Jesus. Our acknowledgement of this holiday season without honoring Jesus is equivalent to us repeatedly crucifying Christ on that cross. Now, I could have preached a traditional Christmas sermon today highlighting love and peace on earth. But as we come to the close of this year that has been trying and a year like none other, God has directed me to stop with the fluff and acknowledge that his invitation to what is his birthday celebration has been lost. As many are willing to go into debt to make sure that loved ones receive the gifts that they desire. We go above and beyond putting forth effort and energy into decorating and making sure that everything looks pleasing to the eye. But we never consider what is pleasing to God. If you read the story of the birth of Christ in the Bible, you will see that King Herod wanted to kill baby Jesus because he feared losing his reign as king. Many of us give into celebrating Christmas according to the paganistic mindset. And like Herod, King Herod, we don't want to jeopardize our position with certain people. King Herod was unsuccessful in killing baby Jesus. But the world in which we live has been successful in removing Jesus from Christmas. The question is how many of us are guilty of playing part in the removal of Jesus from Christmas? Now, King Herod dispatched priests and his royal council to go after and find baby Jesus. These great men would become promoted in their position and their stature and their title when they found baby Jesus. How? Because these men not only knew the word of God, but they believed in it and they trusted in the word of God. So they knew the prophecy surrounding the coming of the Messiah and they knew 
when they found this baby, that they would be looking in the face of God manifested in flesh. And in being God in flesh, he was truly the king of kings. Their acknowledgement of who Jesus was, was prevalent in the gifts that they bought. First and foremost, the fact that they bought gifts showed that they recognized that they were entering into the presence of royalty. As it is customary to bring a gift when you enter into the presence of royalty, that alone made them wise. But let's evaluate what they actually bought to the king of kings. Frankincense. Many of us don't even know what that is. But it is a symbol of deity, of a divine nature, of which Jesus was. Gold was given in honor of his kingship. When I was researching it and I discovered this, it blew my mind. And myrrh, because we always hear frankincense and myrrh. Myrrh symbolizes death. As this baby fulfilled the prophecy of the prophets, the wise men knew that this baby was born to die. On the day Jesus was born is explained best in John 1, 14, as it reads, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Now, many struggle with the truth that Jesus was God in flesh. And I want to pose this to you. Because people come and, and when people are posing questions about God and they begin with how, the moment someone starts off a question about God beginning with how, that is an indication that they're only seeing God from a human perspective. That their spiritual connection is not hardwired and I get it and it's not a problem. And in all honesty, that's what we as believers are charged to do. Help unbelievers hardwire their faith and connect with the real of God. I pose this to those that are on the fence. If Jesus was not God, the image of the nativity scene would mean absolutely nothing because it would only mark the birth of a child who would obviously grow up to be delusional, to be a liar, a blasphemer, because that child whom Mary gave birth to, that laid in that cradle, in that manger, who wise men traveled miles to present gifts to and honor him as the king of kings, would grow up to spew such words. I and the father are one. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. I am the way, the truth, and the life. If Jesus was not God, those words that this child would grow up to spew from his mouth would be a lie, making his birth mean nothing. If Jesus was not God, why is it God tells us that we should not worship any other gods? And then Jesus even confirms that when he tells us that we are to worship God and him alone. But Jesus accepted worship. And God had no problem with it. And if Jesus accepted worship and he was not God, 
then the whole perception of him being sinless goes right out the window. Because anyone who accepts worship from another operates from a spirit of vanity, which is, in fact, sin. Everyone is asking what this one or that one wants for Christmas. And Christmas lists are being passed around in exchange. But how many of us have asked the guest of honor about his Christmas list? Um, upon which I'm certain you will find some of these things. First and foremost, for us to come to the realization that honoring him involves us willing to serve one another. I'm guessing that the second thing on his list might be to spend more time loving each other rather than judging each other. Somewhere on that list, I'm sure you will find how important it is for us to honor our word and let our yea be yea and our nay be nay. To maintain a heart of giving throughout the year. To forgive quickly, holding no malice in our hearts towards anyone. And I know this is on the list. To study the word of God so that we can draw nearer to him. And last but not least, to maintain the demeanor that we were created in the image and the likeness of God so that we are to do all things as unto him. This Christmas, I'm encouraging each one, each household to review Jesus's Christmas list and be intentional about checking off what honors him. As we see the paganistic ideals surrounding Christmas. We are the ones, the believers, that have the power to exalt Christmas as it should be. Even as we listen to some of our favorite songs, we see that the framework and the foundation has been set. We just need to expound on it. One of the favorite songs of this season is O Holy Night. The night was declared holy because God entered the world In flesh, joy to the world. The joy that is sung about in this song is about the depth of God's love for us. And even the little drummer boy. Listen to the lyrics of the song. It's about a little boy who had no gift to bring Jesus. And instead he asked if he could play his drum for him. And then he declared I played my best for him. Let us be like the drummer boy, living out our lives, playing our best for Jesus. I urge you to start with just setting aside time in your households this year to just give God some glory with your family. Let's commit to not celebrating the birth of Christ without inviting him to the celebration. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of your son, Jesus, we come to you thanking you for just another day. And Lord, we ask that you forgive us for any time that we chose to celebrate the birth of Jesus without making him truly the guest of honor. God, we thank you for loving us enough 
to manifest yourself in flesh, to walk the earth as the ultimate example of love and sacrifice. Thank you, God, for extending us the ability to atone our sins. Thank you, God, for extending us an invitation to spend eternity in your kingdom. Lord God, keep our hearts pure towards one another, absent of malice, absent of hate, absent of jealousy. Give us the courage and the insight to be a blessing to one another. Lord, guide our steps. Lead us away from all temptation and sin that violates your word. We forever give you praise, O oh God. We forever give you glory. Amen. I would like to make an announcement. On Christmas Eve, you all will receive a link with me narrating a bedtime story for our children, the story of Christmas. As we at Bible Deliverance want to be intentional about teaching our children the true meaning of Christmas. You will receive the first message around 7 a.m. so that you will have the day to share with all of those who you know have children in their household. And then you will receive a reminder at 7 p.m. before the children go to bed. Let's make this go viral as we commit to our children embracing truth. And then of course, on Christmas morning, you will receive the Christmas day worship experience as we give God glory in music and in sound. And as always, you can visit our website, www.bibledeliverance.org. If you would like to sow into this ministry, or if you would like to join, or if you would like to have someone partner with you in prayer please go to our website and start either one of those processes at www.bibledeliverance.org. I say to each of you, be blessed and thank you for joining us today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Amen, amen, and amen.